See, he's kicking himself over there, everybody. Look at him. Look I at am. him. I am. I'm talking about bad to y'all. He thought we were doing yesterday's time today, which is always the danger of changing the times for a single day, right? I, I assumed something, DK. So to be fair, all the, the, the money we won yesterday by starting at zero, zero, zero. We just gave it all back to the house. The house lost today, okay? <laughs> we got to get some get back, DK. We're here, though, okay? Goodness. Oh, uh, well, here's something ah. that'll make everybody's day a little bit better from Jason Esch. And that's hump day. You're right, man. DK, golly, I can't believe that. That's my one false start. I'm due one. I had a season where I had only one penalty, DK. All right, Dan Moore Jr. Here we go. <laughs> Let's have a bell. Today's show will be a little bit tighter than most Ramon Foster shows because I got to take off for yeah. Cleveland, or Cleveland, Milwaukee. It's tough to remember where all I'm going here to, uh, for Milwaukee uh, to cover four-game Pirates series here, or up there, I should say, in Milwaukee. Uh, I'd love to say I'm looking forward to that, but I'm not. They're, they're not any fun to watch. They just try to work walks. Mode. They do it every time, don't they, DK? They do it every time, don't they? Bases loaded. Ninth inning, tying run at the plate, and all Ke Brian Hayes wanted to do was walk. It drives you nuts. Yeah. Uh, Orlando says, moan with a fresh cut. What's that all about? <laughs> hey, Wednesday is usually my haircut day anyway. And today I told my barber, just take it a little bit lower than we have been going, man. I don't know. Maybe it's the heat. Maybe I just needed a fresh scenery. How about that? Your favorite barber is keeping a good attitude about this snub. He, he is. is. He is. You man. went to somebody other than your favorite barber, then, right? Your favorite barber. We got to work on logistics, man. If you're gonna be my barber, man, like somehow, some way, every Wednesday, if you make it down here to Tennessee, then we'll talk. Yeah, we we have uh, all kinds of questions. We're gonna pile up here and do kind of like I said, a little bit of a rapid fire Friday style yeah. edition of the show. Uh, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have stuff. It's, stuff. We, we have we have good stuff today. The Steelers had another practice out in Latrobe. Uh, the Steelers did not have any significant injuries out of this. DeMarvin Leal maybe got banged up a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, some guys in and out, but nothing nothing akin to what happened with Corey I, Trice Jr. yesterday. Can I, can I bring up something? So I think it's very unique that we um, – that we kind of address what training camp is and honestly the risk it is also of like mm -hmm. training camp you know what i'm saying as opposed to the season we okay. don't usually see these types of things that are happening in camp all across the league during the season because now is the uh the, the hardening yourself right the building of a team the honestly the breakdown of a team these these injuries will help shape your team these injuries will help elevate certain guys, too, who are probably young or in between starters, right, DK, that really make you a better team. Meaning, Corey Trice probably was in a situation that, look, he was going to play a good bit, right? And now somebody I else know. has to step I, up. I, I thought that back in the summertime, but then once training camp started and you saw that it was all going to be Joey Porter Jr., I'm not even necessarily talking about starting. I know yeah. what you're talking about. You're talking about yeah. the James Pierre role or whatever. Exactly. Maybe. Maybe we can't you know, rule it out. We can't rule it out. All but what he I'm had to do was beat out James Pierre and a couple other guys that are down the depth chart. 
Yeah, and, and just like DeMarvin Leal, you say a little banged up today. This doesn't usually happen during the season either, but somebody else gets reps now. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what this time of the year is. And, like, with all the injury reports that we'll get or we'll see on social media, it's just simply camp. It's kind of the way I look at it, DK. Is that – but you're putting a positive – On injuries? On injuries. I'm, I'm I'm not putting a positive on. I'm putting a, hey, let's be cool because a player missing three, four days of camp isn't as big of a deal as this happening during the season. I see. I see. Yeah. And the fact yeah. that somebody else does get to step in with limited reps because it's not like football's not like any other sport. You can't simulate reps. You can't say, no. uh, you know, if you're if you're an injured point guard or whatever, go out and you know, take a thousand shots from behind the three point arc, you know, it just, it's not the same thing. Yes. And, and that's all it is, man, is I, I've contributed this to a lot of stuff, except for Denver. I think lost the player, uh, Tim Patrick, I think is his name, mm-hmm. lost the wide receiver for the year, you know, with an Achilles and stuff like that. It's just fascinating. It's all because we get live football right now, DK. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's the benefit to it. You're getting live and in some cases really live football and there's some guys that have impressed uh that that maybe we shouldn't even really waste too much time talking about them because you would Mm -hmm. expect them to impress but i'm going to throw one at you here i've really liked Najee harris's uh, composure i've liked his conduct and most of all i've really liked his battle like on the field just it's only been a couple of days in pads but i mentioned to you yesterday there was a there was a goal line sequence there where it was yeah there was a hole yeah yeah but it wasn't the Grand Canyon, okay? <laughs> you know, he, yeah. he had to make it happen. Uh, th- that's fascinating, though, DK. And I like to hear that, too, because Najee's a guy that, that that presses, that has to work. You look at him as a workhorse type of running back, too. And I, I'll say this when it comes down to him, and let's be honest now that it's brought so much attention to the position that he plays. He does still have to show his value. He does still have to go out and go hard the way you say because they've devalued that spot so much. As much as he show his durability and his work or his willingness, as Coach T like to say sometimes, to work and show that physicality and be a leader. Like I was talking to somebody, no, who was recently? I read an article where I think it might have been Leonard Fournette or somebody said, My son will not play running back. You know? Like, that's just kind of where we are with that and seeing Najee kind of step up and be poised about his work ethic. And honestly, DK, stay the same with it, too. You got to tip your head off for a guy to be a young pro. I feel like if there's anybody in Pittsburgh history besides Marquise, uh, maybe Cam is in that conversation, that the Steelers, I'm talking about the entire building, DK, the Steelers have forced to grow up is Najee. Yeah, I, I mean, he he showed up pretty mature in in his own way. Uh, you know, if you go back to his background, his childhood, and everything, he grew up in a really tough neighborhood yeah. in which the neighborhood sheltered him because they knew he was special. They always made sure that he was taken care of. So he kind of got to experience the best of yeah, both, both of those worlds. worlds. If, I'm not sure that's the proper. Uh, phrasing that I'd want to use there, but he, you know, he, he made it out as an adult. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the time he got here, he found himself the equivalent of a surrogate dad, yeah. Mike Tomlin, who just yeah. fell for him instantly. He did, and I, I'm glad to hear you say he still has this humble approach about his work, even when he's got to get down and dirty and, and tight, get, uh, tight holes on the line of scrimmage, man. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Here we're seeing James Lawson say, Najee's a Tomlin kid. He's in for the long haul here. Guys, if you want to become a member here and get to use some of these funny emojis that you're seeing and rumojis and angry emoji. Oh, wait, rage. The rage. rage. I'm going to put some up on the screen right now, DK, if you're on YouTube. DKPS.net slash join is where to go. Just type that into your URL. Don't overthink it. Don't try to press what's on the screen. Just type that into your URL up top dkps.net slash join when we come back we're going to take your questions in the only segment that matters yes hey moan dk at dk pittsburgh sports we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams now that connection's stronger than ever introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app find expert inside reporting and original podcasts Check live box scores, track the latest stats, chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. Well, and I'm here to remind you and everyone that we find it. <laughs> the market quality is at the core of every menu item. That's the get-go cafe and market where only three expert chefs fine-tune every detail so that every sub burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what they uniquely refer to as crave ability. Order your favorite entry at the get-go cafe and market today. Better believe it. Can you tell I'm struggling? Yeah, yeah. I see you on the struggle bus bad right now. Because- really, this is rough. I have... You know how when you start thinking about your next assignment, Yo. it's like they teach you guys, we're not, we can't be looking to pass the Browns this weekend. Right here in front of us, DK. Yeah, and I, I got a heck of a lot to do and to get ready for base four days of baseball, by the way, coming up in Milwaukee for me. Uh, so I'm, sound- I'm going to be out of this particular loop, but man. You sound excited, DK, to be going well, to Milwaukee. It's, it's logistics. <laughs> it's logistics. By the way, they got something going on up there because they jacked up all the hotel race cars. I think they have this Harley Davidson convention. Yeah. Uh, that brings really? motorcyclists from all over the planet. I've been up there for that before. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like motorbikes all over the city. Uh, I got a very interesting hey moment. It's very good because everybody want to – the inner workings of football is exciting, DK. Let's have it. Let's have it's, it. It's this one right here from Bob Schreiner. Oh, that is good. And the only reason I, I, I'll answer this is because we told him this too, okay? Uh, he goes, hey, Mo, who from your days pulled the greatest Houdini from camp to the start of the season? Like, where did that dude go? He was a free agent signed to us. He was paid to come in, I think, be Troy's replacement is Mike Mitchell. Oh. He would find a way out of practice better than nobody I ever seen in my life, man. But when the season started, oh, he, he brought was, it. He oh. was on the practice field day one. And I was just like, You really? You really pulled this move one over on us, man. And it may have been something serious. I think he had a groin, a hamstring, or or something that was just like. Bro, we see what you're doing. And soon as the season in the last 53 went off, DK, it was by far one of the funniest things. I was just like, you know what? You finessed the system, and I hope you have a real good season because we're going to need you, man. And we need some of that work you didn't show us in camp. Longtime member here, Darren Watt, uh, has offered some gifts to everybody and says it's a thank you to this community. I missed yesterday's show as I had to put down my 15-year-old dog. Dude, been there. Oh. Uh, our, uh, my 
sincerest condolences. Been Definitely. there. It's the worst. It is. And uh, my, my pup, Zeus, is getting older now. And I'm just making – he's such a good dog right now, too. And I think that's what gets you when they're with you that long. All right, let's 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 not go there. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> but definitely our condolences. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Hanover Fist says, hey, Moan, when a player gets put on IR by the Steelers, do they look after him or do they look first and foremost to cut him loose? Uh, they're obligated to look after him. Yeah. So they have to. The cool uh, cool part, I guess, if you want to look at it this way, when you're on IR, you don't have to be around the team if you're an out-of-town guy. Like, I stayed in Pittsburgh when I was there during the season, so we stayed in Pittsburgh. And some guys, that when they went to IR, they go back to Texas, California, Florida, Wisconsin. Like, you can go back home. You're still a part of the team. Uh, you go in for doctor checkups uh, just periodically during the season so that the team see where you are and whatnot. But you, the player, don't have to be around. Them, the team, do have to take care of you. Yeah, here from our community here reaching out uh, to Darren yeah. on, on, on his loss. Swan wants to know, uh, hey, Moan, do you think Darnell Washington would be best used in the red zone? There we go with the Darnell questions. And I like it right. too because these are He's real new. good He's questions. Excited. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Swan, this is what I would tell you. Great question, first and foremost, because we see all his intangibles. Being good in the red zone is also a skill set, and that's also one of those skill sets that I think Darnell Washington has to develop, too. If you can't just put a guy who, you know, kind of uh, absorbs that they're the extension of the offensive line, a pass-catching guy. Like, I look at a guy like Pat Frymuth and was like, yeah, red zone target. To say a guy is big and you want to throw the ball up to him, DBs are good. Even the ones that are like 5'9", 5'10", going against a guy that's six foot five. They know how to play the ball. They know the tricks of the trade to pull his hips and swipe his hands down. So it's not an automatic because the dude is a big target. Uh, he has to develop that skill. Matt Johnson asks, hey, Moan, how are the financials of injuries dealt with in the NFL? For instance, Corey Trice Jr. yesterday is injured during practice. Does the team cover the medical costs or is it on Trice? All medical costs. No. All medical costs, all rehab. I know with certain work insurances, you only allot it like 10 rehab sessions. In the NFL, you get unlimited. So the insurance covers everything. The only separator is if a guy has a non-guarantee in his contract. Like if I had a guy injured my rookie year uh, since I was an undrafted, then I'd have a split contract in a sense. They do uh, take away from uh, your contract if you are an undrafted guy because it's almost like any pay that you get is pay is bonus pay. So I understand uh, that. You yeah. come in as an undrafted or free agent rookie guy on first contracts, we have to pay your whole salary. So call a split. Man, your union is the worst. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I had a strong conversation with a buddy of mine recently. Man. Hey, but you know what I told him? I told him, man, he's a superstar type of guy, was in this league. Mm -hmm. I said, I don't kind of want to hear your conversation about it. We can have a conversation, but it was guys like you that we needed in the room during negotiations that didn't show up. And you know what he said? Mm -hmm. He said, you're right. He was like, I was one of those guys that said, y'all handle that. And I was appreciative. Yeah. At it's some point, somebody's going to take charge of that thing, and they're going to make it count. And they're going to make sure the special teamers and the quarterbacks are all on the same page and not working against each other. And, oh, man, Brian wants to know, how's Nick Herbig holding up against the run? My question is, how's the run holding up against Nick Herbig? He's done <laughs> quite well, Moan. He really I has. Uh, he has gotten to the quarterback. 
He has he sealed the edge as much as the edge has needed sealing. Yeah. That sounds like I'm ducking it, but I'm not. Most of the running has been done, I think, as a test. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, between yeah. between the tackles. You're not interested in seeing who can hit edges no. in training camp. First two days of pads, am I right? Heck no, DK. They put you in the situations that make you figure out who you are as a player. You know? Like, right off the bat. Right off the bat. There is no warming up to it. Uh, who was that guy yesterday, the running back, you said, just got railroaded uh, in one That was the late John Lovett. The late John Lovett? <laughs> you would think so after the second one. Buried that man. And you know what happened today, I'm sure, DK? Mm. Line it right back up. You can't run from camp, man. You cannot uh, run from camp whatsoever, and 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 t- and the coaches want to see that because you got to think uh, the NFL is a privilege. You earn it, but like the situation that you put yourself into to make it on a team, they need to know everything they 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 can about you, and that's how do you handle certain situations. It's, it's a lot that goes into building a player to be on the NFL team. Need to pick up some new members today. DKPS.net slash join is what to type into your URL in order to become one of us. Woods wants to know how has Jalen Warren looked. I want this one, Moan. Go ahead. Take this one. Jalen Warren is doing a neat thing in this camp where his wheels are churning to get him through the hole. But then once he's gotten through, I don't want to yeah. get people excessively excited here. Okay. So we're trying to keep it whatever. But <laughs> once he's gotten through, another gear has kicked in. Okay. Okay. And now I've mentioned already yeah. just now that there isn't a lot of edge rushing and whatever else, which is usually the Jalen yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah. Jalen is running hard, but he's running hard with a purpose of a secondary run. Does that sound it does. Like okay. second gear is there. Yes. It, and he can't <laughs> wait to hit it. It's mm-hmm. not like, hey, whoa, look, I have all this space. Uh-uh. It's a destination. That's the way he's running. Can, can I add something to that? Because it came to a uh, burst. You're right, hand over fist. It came to a shock to me, DK. And I want to ask you this, man. I fell across Jalen Warren's stat page the other day. Mm-hmm. And I thought Jalen Warren probably had – Man, 600, 700 yards rushing. He only had 379. Yeah. He had like 200-some yards catching. I mean, he didn't get any carries. Why is the legend there? He didn't get any carries because – I know, but why is the legend there, man? I'll tell you why. And and I'm I'm happy to say that this is the same answer that Najee Harris would give you. Okay. Which is that Najee would get stuck. They would go nowhere. Everything was too predictable, including your favorite play calls by Matt Canada, which was first <laughs> down, handoff, second down, handoff. Hey, guess what, everybody? We're going to do this all day. Make sure you have 12, not 11, all 12 of your men in the box waiting for it. Yeah. But Jalen Warren would get the ball, and he'd have that little extra something, and he'd pick up, the, he'd hit that hole that maybe Najee wasn't attacking soon enough. Yeah. So not so so Jalen looked like he was the answer. Not okay. just not to bench Najee, but he was the solution for what Najee needed to be doing. Yeah. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? And and again, I don't want to, I'm not pairing one against the other, 
But I just look at Jalen Warren. It's like Jalen Warren has a following probably, and I'm going to have you a throwback name, probably bigger than Isaac Redman had. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like definitely. You remember, oh, definitely. You, you remember Red Zone Redman, how big the fans were on him? Did he give himself that nickname? Uh, nah, he did not. Nah, okay, I think good. one of the coaches said it good, or something like that. <laughs> he was super clutch. In the, Imagine uh, giving in the yourself that nickname. Hey, everybody, it's me. Red zone, Redmond. <laughs> he walks into the room. <laughs> I, I just wanted to bring it up, not as a knock. I just needed you to talk me into reality as the UI. And I saw somebody say, and I saw it too, uh, 4.9 a carry. That'll sure. do it. That'll oh, do yeah. It. That'll definitely do it. I mean, this yeah. is uh, here another one. Jacob's coming in and saying the same thing here. Uh, he's having himself an in. An intriguing camp, but so is Anthony yeah. McFarland. And if you want to bite my head off or even bringing up his name in the same context, too bad. Now, on the other hand, Leroy comes in with, uh, hey, Moan, how has Keanu Benton looked so far? Moan, I can tell you that his first couple of days did not go well. Mm. Uh, he's not he's not getting through. And yeah. he's done okay with run stuffing. But he hasn't been able to get through this, the middle of the Steelers line. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, give the line some credit. but No, not really. <laughs> it's because he's thinking. I'm, I'm sure more than anything, DK. And, and and this is my thing. I don't think it's bad that he's doing one thing right. His, his way on the field is probably going to be to stop the run. His pass rushing ability, the, like technique, is something that has to grow. And he's going to have to show the coaches that too, DK. You know what I'm saying? Like that's mm -hmm. where it's at when it comes down to Keanu Ben. He need to do one thing right first, and then we'll build off that. The fact that you tell me he's stopping the run, I'll take that all day because with those linebackers, hey, it, they should be able to eat off of a guy like him. You think so? But that you know, that's what Josh asks here: is he at least eating blocks? And we'll see. It, it's we'll early see. in camp. I'm I'm not about to go dumping on somebody in their first couple of days of camp. It just it it, it hasn't been great. And if you if you want us to just lie and say everything's great, and it's not much right. of a show, is it? But but see, this is also what happens to reality sets in when that draft when that draft honeymoon is over too, right? Oh sure, because we're playing football now. Get out there and perform. You know, football don't start for people like the bigs until you put on pads. Jacob just became a member of the show. Welcome to Jacob. That's really really cool. Yeah, he's, he's Thanks, our first Jason. for the day. If anybody else wants to do that, it's dkps.net slash join. And of course, this is you never ever criticize young players because then Bob Schreiner comes at you. We're a week in. Give the kid a minute. Meanwhile, if I said that he was doing great, <laughs> yeah, it would be viewed as gospel. Yeah, oh, know. yeah, he's awesome. I he's know. the greatest, whatever else. Somebody else asked about Calvin Austin the third, and what a dominant camp right he's here. having. Right here he's not. Pain. He's not. Yeah. Okay, he has made a couple of big plays that have gone viral on video, but I also was there for when he lined up to the left of Kenny and did one of those wide receiver screens that everybody hates. Okay, but that he should be able to do. Kenny throws over to his left. Yeah. Right? You know, you're supposed to put it at the face mask. Yeah. Right at, right there. And Calvin goes like this and drops it. Yeah. That's not a, that you're not having a great camp, no. but no one's going to put that one on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. That That's, that's a bad rep right there, DK. Um, fascinating. Jake wants to know, hey, Moan, who... Who can you recall who looked the most different once the pads came on, better or worse? You answer from, from your time, and I'll answer from what I've seen in this camp. Anytime I tell you guys something, it'll be because we said it to their face and acknowledged them. Like I'm saying, Mike Mitchell became a ghost when camp started over, started off because of pads. The one guy that went from 
All American to where was he at? Chris Carter, outside rusher. Mm-hmm. You remember him? I think he wore number fifty four or forty five. Fifty four when he was with Pittsburgh. Yeah, he was outside linebacker. Outside wasn't linebacker. Yeah, uh-huh. In the spring, I remember the article write ups. I remember him getting to the quarterback. It got to the point to where he was just killing us so much. And, and on the south side, we were just like, bro, make sure you bring this to camp. That's all we say in a very aggressive way too. Like. You look good now. Make sure you bring that to camp. That was one of those situations that just comes off top like that. Yeah, Corky comes in with the nose guard not getting through. His job is to plug the hole. No, man, that's 10 years ago. Tell him, Moan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, 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 the reason we love and now miss Javon Hargraves is why. He can because plug he the hole. Because he got through and, he got and through. do his job. Yeah, he stuffed the run and got yes, through. And did. for Keanu Benton to be effective – Again, this is something Keanu will tell you himself. He told it to me on reporting day. He's got to be a Javon Hargrave type because that's his body type. That's who he is. He's not Casey Hampton. There aren't Casey Hampton type nose tackles left, really. Those dudes aren't. Even the Maisie kid that we talked about pre-draft, right? He is a pass rushing guy. Think about Kalijah Kansi. He can play the run and get to the quarterback too down in Miami. I'm just throwing out young guys that are coming out of the draft you better do more than one job. Like it's certain veterans, DK, that are mm-hmm. paid probably lesser. Like I can, I tell you a guy, probably like a guy like Al Woods, right? You remember him they used to play with? He oh, signed yeah. again, and he's a primary run stopper. You need to go to a team that's looking for a veteran to do those types of things. Young guys better have two, two or three tricks up their sleeve. Kane wants to know who's been more impressive – George Pickens or, or CA3, it's definitely been Pickens. Pickens. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say it again. You're seeing a couple of highlights from CA3, and then you're seeing a lot of him running, running free, and that's because it's training camp. Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't mean he's getting a touchdown in a game. Right. Uh, it's very, very different. Uh, Pickens has done some special things Yeah. Uh, in this camp. Donald has a good one here for you, Moan. What can a player on another team do to hype you up? During Me? a game. Yeah. Us, our team, you. say anything. You. Say anything. Like what? Anything, DK. I, I would I would be so mental with myself. Somebody dapping me up before the game, I'd be like, I got him. It could be nothing, DK, honestly. Like, disrespect. I got him, like, in a dismissive tone? Yeah, absolutely. I, no, I, no. I got, I got come, 73, everybody. Uh, I got the easy one today, everybody. Do, do like, <laughs> do anything. Or, like, if I'm having a conversation with a guy, mentally, I'm like, I got him. He's locked out. There's nothing he can do to win today. It, it, it's so, like, you don't have to do anything to me, DK, to get me going when we're in the spirit of competition. Uh, Woods says that George Pickens is a top 10 receiver in this league. Come on. Slow down just yet. I got one for you, and it's from Dr. Shadows, man, still at the uh, table. I love to know this, too. Hey, DK, describe watching Ramon Foster in training camp. What was it like? Okay, I'm going to answer that mostly by – I have to do something of an impression here because what you would do is you you would do your job. Yeah. And you would kind of figuratively, not literally, dust yourself off but I always thought of you more more than anything else. You looked tired. Yeah. Even if you weren't, because you had a certain body language where your head was up. You know what I'm saying? You can pay, okay, now you know what I'm talking about. When somebody else is describing how you are, because you can, you can yeah. do it with me, my man. Okay. Yeah. But you looked like you had just committed yourself fully to that play and that you were using the period in between snaps to recover and to refocus 
and your expression. We talked about this just the other day. Never changed. It didn't matter what was happening in the game. But like I could see, I, I could tell what was happening in the game by looking at anybody else on your line on their face. I could yeah. tell from Marquise. I could tell from Dave. I could tell from Gil. I could tell from oh, any of those guys. Wow. But you, it could be 55 nothing in either direction, and I'd have no idea, which does never really made sense to me because every once in a while you would – You'd let it go. Yeah. Uh, you you know what's crazy? You telling me that? The reason I'm laughing is because my sons are that way. I saw it my, probably drives you nuts. It does. It you does. think they don't care? I think they don't. <laughs> yes. Dude. I'm lucky I didn't play you. I'm sorry. They, yeah. asked, for an, they asked for an answer. You are well. Let me tell you that that's so fast. <laughs> like because I wanted to give nothing and take everything away from them. So I tell my even my boys, stay straight face, good or bad. We stay the same, okay? Because mm -hmm. no, if 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 I can pull your strings, then I got you. That's the same thing I just answered before you, before you even answer my question. I see it as a position of strength. I see it as yeah. remember when I described to you yesterday <sighs> the linebacker who was chasing Zach Gentry trying to get him to. Yeah, trying to yeah. get him to scrap, and you're like Zach Gentry, man. He, you got no chance. You wow. might as well be yelling at the librarian. Okay, you yeah. got nothing that's going to happen out of this. Oh, that's crazy. You're right, and with my boys, the fact that they are stoic in their reactions too. I be, I, I'll ask them, y'all good? Y'all having fun? And they are. I guess they must have picked it up from me. That's crazy. Randy Wagner asks, "How powerful is Patrick Peterson's leadership? Every time I see him or hear him, I feel this exhilarating excitement. Is it for real or is it just me? Don't go in warm. Hit it hot. Uh, Pat Pete has been legit, yeah. and I'm, and a lot of people are talking about it. So I feel obligated to mention somebody else, Moan, who has done that on the other side of the football. That's Allen Robinson. Ar. He is the adult in the room." Not just because of what it says on his birth certificate. He is behaving as such. What? And that's been impressive. It's been critical. And it has been welcome wow. by the coaching staff. Hey, uh, good. Because we had that conversation about how young this, this offense is too, right, DK? That's... You, you can't just let them run wild, can you, Moan? No, you cannot. But to answer Randy's question, how powerful is it? One, these are guys you know. Allen Robinson, too, and Pat Peterson. Dudes looked up to them, studied their tape and stuff like that. The fact that they will step up in moments on a new team to show guys away and not just overtake the culture, but just to show them, like, this is how you lead. And, and truthfully, it may benefit Deontay more than anybody else of the, of the 22 that's starting. Brian Lytle's finally made it in. Work made me late again. He says, it's just different being here live, you know? It, it feels, uh, it feels, you know, more live. It, Justin it McQuillan has become a YouTube member here. Jason Esch is about to get a scolding here from me. Oh, come on, do it. Jason says, <laughs> have to admit, I'm a bit nervous that we'll end up in a Le'Veon Bell situation when Najee Harris comes up for his contract. I really love him as our feature back. Jason, this is not a Pirates show. This is not what we do here. It's the <laughs> NFL. This is what Pirates fans do. Somebody comes along, the Pirates get them, and they go, but what about 2031? What's going to happen to him in 2031 when we're all flying Jetsons like cars and everything else? And it's like, dude, Najee's here. 
Yeah. And appreciate him. Enjoy him. He's not going anywhere for a while. Moan, you take this while I search Najee's contract terms. I, I, I will say this. When it comes down to uh, that situation, the L-Bell situation versus what Najee has coming up, too, uh, you have a different GM right now. Omar has shown to be a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more, hey, if it works for us and it worked for you and let's make this happen has been the approach it seemed like to me. And I also think Pittsburgh itself has learned from this. I can see a situation where Najee gets a very fair deal and he actually may get it early just to lock him in. He's talking about second contract. Second contract. Because yeah, see, they learned from the last one too, DK. Well, the – uh, yeah, they didn't exactly handle that one as well they, as everybody gives did. them credit for. They did offer Lev $14 million a year. Yeah, but what I'm saying is this franchise, the Steelers, uh-huh. will have to be fools to let something like this explode and happen again is what I'm saying. Yeah, so what you have here, here's his contract status. He's obviously under contract for this year and for next year. 2025 is, of course, the fifth-year option. That's the first decision that has to be made. He'll be 27 years old that year. I think they would absolutely, you know, barring something catastrophic happening, mm-hmm. keep Najee Harris in his fifth-year option. After that, he's a free agent, and he's 28 years old in 2026. Decision time. Yeah. Okay? Decision time. That's it. Yep. That's it. That's I mean, you know, th- there's no drama or I'm afraid of losing him or whatever. You know, we'll do a Pirates show. You can lament everybody who's going to be gone in, in 2034 or whatever. Yeah. I, I got a gut one, too. It's from okay. my guy, Eric, man. Uh, mm-hmm. How do you say it? Schulo? Schulo? Schulio? Schulo. 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 Okay. Uh, Wolfley. Craig Wolfley. And that's the only reason I want to shout this one out right here, okay? Craig Wolfley said, Conor has improved his blocking. Love yes. what that could mean for our offense. This is also our conversation we had a few days ago when the young man retired from the team, too. I brought this up. I said it's probably because Connor can be the lead blocker. Can you imagine that situation, DK? Now, here we are hearing Wolf kind of say something about his blocking ability. Uh, I don't know why the young man retired a few days ago, but I will say hearing Connor Hayward blocking and proving is something I think we all can rejoice about. Yeah, I mean, Connor Hayward has has achieved what he's achieved through hard work. Uh, he was He was tested and tested hard. In uh, in backs on backers, maybe as much as anybody on the backside, and they went right at him, and he went right at them. This wasn't yeah. one of those cutesy. I'm going to beat you with my technique, uh, <laughs> or I'm just going to shoulder you off and redirect you a little bit. Uh-uh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. this was this was definitely it. Jason, we love you, my man. He's yeah, a- no, no, Jason. Everybody has their day in here. I promise you. Okay, where's Kyle? <laughs> Remember Kyle? Where's Marvin? Seeing everybody has a day. We. It's just yours right now on that question. We That's love all. him. Wood we says do. Connor Hayward is so versatile that we have to find ways to get him on the field. You don't. He's on the field. Yeah. I don't think it's gadgetry now when he comes out there. Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, and the same applies to here it comes. Drum roll. Anthony McFarland. It's not a gimmick. So it's not a gimmick. And that's that point that you're at with Anthony McFarlane and also Connor Hayward. That's where everybody has to get to when it comes to Calvin Austin the third, too. Okay, it can't be a gimmick part of the offense in order mm-hmm. for it to work. Just want to throw that out there. I've had a few guys. You're right. Yeah, Jason. it's all Jason. good. Jason. It's all good. DK, put Joe him back Arroyo. up there. Yeah, I got yeah. him. I got him. Joe yeah. Arroyo wants to know how how Dan Moore is doing. The first thing I have to say about Dan Moore is that he continues to take snaps at. Both left yeah. tackle 
and right tackle. Who forecast that one, Moan? You did. Okay. Yep. 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 Why? Because why not? Why why should Chooks be anointed? Why should he whatever, okay? There's no reason to not have Dan taking snaps on both sides for multiple reasons. Not to take Chooks' job, but just so that he can be a backup. I've said this time and time again. I don't think this team is going to be handicapped again the way they were with us. You know, DK, I, mm-hmm. they will not be handicapped again. I feel like, and of course, we speak about football, but it's also ran by a business too, y'all. They're doing things right now to not be handicapped by free agents, guys having a whole lot of power, which I feel like we did, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And Omar's like, not again. Luke says, how's Dotson holding up? Dotson's been fine, but man, has Isaac Salmalo been nice? He's good. Yeah, is and, 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 and you know what else? He's what? he's 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 so good when he used this term like I did yesterday that it's boring. <laughs> like it's not an event. It's not an event. He just does his job and the play's yeah. over. Good, good. And then kinda, you stop even watching him. Kind of, kind of like my stoic reaction was, DK. Just like that. Uh, <laughs> next play. Let's get to. I got four plays. Let's go. <laughs> oh no, we're gonna take a couple more today. Uh, here, Sticky B wants to know, hey, Moan, why bring in running back free agents rather than inviting Benny Snell back? What was the issue with, with Benny? Awesome special teams guy. Knows the system. Benny's been in other camps. I think he was just in the Raiders camp. Well, probably Price, too, y'all. I mean, let's let's think about this. And this is the thing, too. If Benny gets too hot or whatever the case may be, then you're forced to keep him. thing that they're playing right now is if Benny's still on the market and you need a player like him, you can sign him after the first week. And his contract's not guaranteed. It's a lot of stuff that has to go into play. But if Benny makes another team roster, good for him. O-liner like mushrooms, says Shane Kress. Kept in the dark, fed crap, and still thrive. Still thrive, baby. Yes, we do, DK. Uh, uh, Bob says, Moan, you can speak to this, but a good guard is like a good neighbor who keeps the whole block on point. And by the way, my neighbor Shad will not let me move away from him either. So you're right. We are like good neighbors, man. Corky says the Steelers should win 13 games if Joe Burrow's hurt. You don't have to go that route. We don't subscribe to that. Come on, Corky. You still at the uncle's table, man. You can't be yelling like yeah, that. What's, what's that all about? What is that all about, Corky? Yeah, but nah. we got to pick on somebody today. Corky needs to get over here. Yeah, Corky, what are you doing, man? It's that simple. 99 cent. Come on, dog. There's, there's actually no. There's bugs over there today. Hey, Jason, get them, man. Let Corky know what, what yeah, the deal is. That? Yeah. yeah. Or give him at least a can of Raid or something to get rid of the bugs. I'm going to put the Rage emoji on here if he don't get away from the uncle's table, DK. That's what's next. Jerry says, hey, Mona, DK, who's going to be the punter? I've got Presley Harvin the third. I got Presley, too. I think Presley, ha- it's okay if you don't have a sophomore stump, right, DK? It's not okay, but... Who's on his neck? Danny Smith and Coach T. Yeah, no, it, it's not going to be a battle. He just has to. He has to have somebody on his back and on his neck and whatever. And look, they have to have somebody else in camp because you know his next punt can be the one that rips up the hamstring or something. Knock on wood. <laughs> well, he's got the big massage chair now, DK. Yeah, he does. Brandon says, "Hey, Moan, how does a rookie come back from going on IR so early in their career? The way Corey Trice just did. What's the most important?" component to that comeback look at calvin austin situation first and foremost you know check that out uh but what's most important them knowing the playbook and understanding they are not a rookie anymore they are still second year players because they've been around pros for an entire calendar year making sure you know the playbook 
making sure you understand that you do have to treat it like the yard. Go in and punch somebody in the mouth the first opportunity you get because they'll forget about you, Brandon. Those coaches will forget about you if you get hurt early like that. So show up better the next year, which is why we're talking so much about Calvin Austin third, right? He did above and beyond. Uh, I've, I've never heard of a case like this one. Uh, Austin was engaged in all of the classroom settings. He was helping out with film. He was offering little tips, not, not so much from some sort of veteran standpoint or whatever, but yeah. little things that he would notice from studying the film. Mm-hmm. Of he, Let me put it this way. He didn't play last season. And if I went in there and challenged any of the 53 guys in that room to describe such and such thing that happened mm-hmm. in a certain game last season, Austin's got the best chance of answering the question. Because he, he just remembered because he was just complete. He never let himself fall out of it. Yes. Which was Dang. really, really cool here. David says, along with a $9.99 contribution, up, hey, Moan. Where's the line between the spirit of the law and the letter of the law? When does it get in the way of players making plays? And, well, the rule says. I feel like some rules kind of take the fun out of it. Let's say this, David. As far as Pittsburgh goes, Coach T saying is I'd rather say woe than sick him. When it comes down to plays, unless it's super egregious, helmet to helmet, we won't subscribe to that. If it comes down to you getting advantage on somebody, that is the game. The 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 law of the, the spirit of the law is something you remember. You don't want to overcross that line, but I got to do all things to get my job done. Uh, if you understand what I'm saying, nobody's out to intentionally hurt someone. Nobody's out to actually end somebody's career or do something that nasty, right? As long as it's not spitting, kicking, stomping somebody or something that's out of line, uh, there's a little bit of a stretch there. It always is, David, and that'll never go away either. No, no, it won't. Last one for today comes from Mike, who says, Hey, Moan, I've been hearing that Broderick Jones, George Pickens, Darnell Washington are all shining. Does that tell you anything about preferring UGA players in the future? Uh, I'm going to jump in with a little bit of a different assessment here. Broderick Jones is just getting his feet wet. He's not shining. Uh, Pickens is shining. And Darnell has had a wonderful couple of days since the pads went on. Okay. Darnell is one of those guys. Somebody asked you, Moan earlier who changed when the pads came on it was him it's it's completely him so that that's now that's not a knock on any of the three including broderick or of course the university of georgia's football program oh now and this is the thing though too coaches uh and and the nfl gms also front office people scouts they do track that espn 100 or 150 or one of those recruiting sites if you look on those lists, Broderick's on there, George's on there, Dornell is probably on there too. That's the one thing I will tell you. Coaches track the top 150 or 200. That plays a part in it too. George is at that point right now, and trust me, I'm an SEC guy, SEC East guy, which Tennessee has to play them every year. Georgia is snatching everything off the street that is a walking four or five star. So when you're that good, you better, you better be yeah. able to have some high draft picks, <laughs> yeah. okay? Yeah, a whole you bunch of them. Better have. So Georgia's a product of daggone good recruiting. And never mind NIL and all that other stuff that we Woo. don't need to get into that makes such a big difference. Yeah, it um, really ain't no secret to what Georgia got going on and what those players are capable of. Georgia has the first pick. Yeah. Like Georgia went and got a, a quarterback out of California. 
Think about that. And then his family moved to Georgia recently. That kid is uh, the Rayola uh, center that played for Detroit. It's mm-hmm. his son. Okay. I think they moved from, I think, Cali or, or Arizona to Georgia this year. That's mm-hmm. what you get when you're them. DKPS.net slash join is the place to go if you want to become a member here. Uh, Darren Watt wants to know who the mystery guest host is for tomorrow. Do we tell him? Do we what? Why don't you, why don't you put it up in emoji form? I got it right here, DK. <laughs> Since we have this particular emoji. Yeah. You got it? Yep. There it is. There okay. it is. Yes. <laughs> she will not be overstepping her bounds. She will not be pretending to know about football or anything like that, but she will be a fine host of the program. Make sure that you guys and all your comments and everything are moving through, that the get-go read gets done and everything else here, and that Moan can have center stage, which he should have. So no doubt. Let's, uh, let's, all, let's get together here again tomorrow. Uh, 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central. I'll be in Milwaukee Three. doing baseball. <laughs> I'll be Central. In, uh, doing baseball for the weekend. Pirates versus Brewers up there. And Justin, of course, wants to know right away if she's going to talk merch. I'm sure you're not going <laughs> to let her not <laughs> talk merch. We'll probably kick back a little bit, see the headlines that we both have seen and talked about and whatnot. And we're just going to have a good time. Simple we- as that. Simple <laughs> as that. All right, guys. All right, Moan. Y'all be good, man. There's no real reason to stick around, DK. Nope, nope, none whatsoever. Nope, none of that. None whatsoever, DK.